Welcome to Cloud and Clear, the podcast by SADA for innovative business leaders and technology enthusiasts, where we explore how Google Cloud is transforming the industry and what that means to you. Now, here's your host, Tony Safoyan. Ian Kinniger from Avant, uh, the president and CEO of Avant. Welcome to Cloud and Clear. Hi, right, thanks for having me. Such a pleasure to be speaking with you at this point in time because we recently embarked on our uh, formal partnership together. It's only been a couple months, maybe at most. And I know it's something that you and I have been working on for, for, uh, for about half a year just to get the timing and everything right. And, um, and we're finally launched and we're seeing some great traction. And I think what's really interesting for the ecosystem and all of our listeners is first and foremost, a lot of people that I work with, they don't fully grasp the size and scale and relevance of uh, what you guys do and what this whole channel thing is really about. And um, I think I'd really love to hear about your background. Uh, you've been there for a long time, but kind of the evolution of Avant, uh, what the business model is. And then we can dive into, I think, how, what it means to the Google Cloud ecosystem and, and our work together. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a great discussion. And I think a lot of people in your ecosystem could get uh, some good history out of where we come from, why we exist, what this whole channel thing's all about. Um, so backing up a bit in terms of my professional career, which kind of gets us to where we are today, I spent a bunch of time in the telco space uh, selling to enterprise accounts. So I was on the street doing deals every week and then um, got approached to join the channel community at AT&T where we were out recruiting partners, third-party companies to represent AT&T services to the end user. So AT&T said, wow, we're doing really well selling direct, but how do we accelerate growth? Let's get third-party partners to take our products and services to market. Makes sense. So this channel thing in the telecom arena started a little later than the rest of technology. And why that's important is that the technology sector, people know or don't know, almost 80% of the technology products sold today are sold through channel partners. Wow. So most of Cisco, most of EMC, NetApp, all the big brands, including Microsoft, use channel partners to take products to market. Typically, those brands sell direct only to the high-end, like Fortune 1000, Fortune 500 accounts, if not even a smaller group, and use the channel to get to the rest of the professional community. So that's been going on for a long time. And this telco game after the deregulation in the 80s uh, said, hey, why don't we you know, follow suit and start lighting up channel partners? So I was a part of that wave where AT&T, being the biggest guy, took lead and started recruiting partners. And at the time, companies like WorldCom and others did the same. Well, ultimately, we called on this big value-added reseller called CDW based here in Chicago. They were the 800-pound gorilla when it came to selling lots of your standard technologies, from laptops to servers and all the accessories. And we convinced these guys to say, hey, listen, you're selling things like phone systems. Why aren't you selling the phone package, right? You're selling things like routers. What do they connect to? Well, they connect to the internet, so why aren't you selling internet services? Right. So it's a pretty nice, hey, do you want fries with that idea? So I ended up getting a job over at CDW, helping them build these practices out. CDW at the time was 
eight billion now they're fifteen billion. So as yeah. I stated earlier, a ton of IT goes through them and other channel partners like them. Well, what happened in the early to mid mid two thousands, the technology started to change. So it's less about, hey, I need a laptop or a server, a product, I need a business outcome or I want something as a service, meaning I want to procure it as I need it. I don't want to make a major CapEx investment and put it on-prem and configure and support it. So, AKA, this is the cloud conversation, right? The as-a-service conversation started to perk up. Well, what people don't know in this space is most of these products through the channel are purchased by distributors first. So, Mm -hmm. there's a handful of multi-billion dollar firms that buy the product from the manufacturers, then sell it to the resellers. It's called two-tier distribution. Yeah. So even CDW being a big partner would buy a lot of their product from companies like Ingram Micro, Tech Data, Arrow, some of the household names, and then resell them with value to the end customer. But what happened was, as I started seeing demand for these as-a-service products, like a telecom product, for example, on a two-year contract, we couldn't get access to those services fast mm-hmm. enough. And mm-hmm. they were changing rapidly. So how could we keep up with this, like what we call pace of change here at Avant? Well, I called the big distributors and said, hey, do you have these things? And they looked at me crazy like, what? You know, we sell product. We ship product, right? And we finance it. And they were basically a lot UPS in a bank. Yeah, we're really good at being a bank and uh, we're good at logistics. Yeah, like really like Chase Bank and like UPS could have got together and built what they did, right? Um yeah. And so that's still a big piece of the business, but it's starting to slow down a bit because there's not enough value add and things aren't now, they don't need logistics, right? To get to Google Cloud, you don't need a warehouse. You don't need the part number even. Um, So we couldn't find the right distribution partner that added value to help us take advanced services. So uh, my partner and I stepped out of CW in 2009 and launched Avant, and it was all centered around what we called next generation distribution, um, meaning we were taking this next gen products to the market as a new type of distribution company. So we you were, were born still in the cloud, in a sense, from the perspective of channel and distribution. Like cloud was how you launched. Yeah. So the, the I guess the the luck and timing for us a bit was when we launched Avant. Every single dollar that we represent is a monthly reoccurring contract, and it's an as-a-service contract. Whether you call it cloud or something of that, you know, version of it, um, it is all reoccurring revenue-based, which is awesome. And then our our subpartners, which we call trusted advisors, are building really healthy reoccurring revenue streams. For them, it's highly profitable, and you don't start from zero each month. For the end user. You change that conversation, they're changing the conversation from, hey, give me a product to, hey, give me a service or, or an outcome. And so these guys are adding more value to the end customer. Right. So this whole thing is just starting to snowball. We've seen a ton of growth over the last 10 years. Yeah. So let me explain it a, a, a slightly different way um, from our perspective, uh, because I think this is what really unlocks the sort of secret. It's almost like the worst kept secret, right, in, in tech is that you guys have your trusted advisor partners, and how many of them are there? You know, in the U.S., the, some of the studies say there's around eight to 12,000 people who call themselves trusted advisors. Yeah. Now, there's over 100,000 
value-added reseller partners. But yes. there's eight to 10,000. They make most of their income selling these services, but growing by the day. Um, where the hardware reseller is saying, oh, my God, where am I going the next five years? Let me start to pivot to this trusted advisor model and represent cloud-based products or services. Yeah, but these trusted advisors are aligned with Avant. There's a bunch of them, right? And what's special about the relationship that these trusted advisors have with their end customers is something we've just learned over the last couple of years. That's, it's a very special, very tight, very trusting, um, almost a magical relationship. The kind that, you know, I mean, we have a lot of direct customers and we feel like we have fantastic relations with them, but the quantity of these um, trusted advisors in market that could be serving 10, 15, 50, 100 customers, and they're all sizes, right? These kind of partnerships are, they're companies of all sizes. Um, they're extremely intimately entangled in all the technical buying decisions and strategic decisions that their end customers are making. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're right. I'm shocked too every day to see how close those in-market relationships are, how trusted they are with the end user. I mean, these guys have been with clients for decades, you know, friends of the family almost, and they really rely on them setting like the pace of their decision-making and where they should be looking in the future. And the issue was most of these guys didn't know that answer and needed help getting it. Right. And that's where we came in and really started lighting a fire around it to help them get educated on what to say to their customer. Yeah. You help them with what's in their bag and with what their corpus of knowledge is. You make them smarter about the technology landscape and they therefore get to translate that knowledge and the products and the services and the solutions to their very closely held, um, very important to them. They're, those relations mean everything to your, to your partners, right? And um, they help them drive a lot of their strategy and their buying decisions. And I mean, the role that we, we play together, together with Google Cloud in our relationship with you is that then we become Sasada and Google Cloud and the full stack, the full everything that's in the catalog for Google Cloud, that now goes into their bag. And we're, we together are educating them about uh, how to talk intelligently about Google Cloud technologies to their 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 customers. And we're doing that at scale, which again is like this tremendous level of reach uh, that. Let me tell you from doing this, you know, for 18 years, 19 years now, um, it's impossible for us to reach those customers, literally, for us or for Google to reach those customers without what you have built. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's like you got to, you got to, you can't get to the right decision makers without the right channel partners. I mean, you could sell a lot of business direct, but if you look at the biggest guys in a row, like Cisco, who made that choice, you know, in the 60s or 70s and said, listen, I can't get to much more than the Fortune 500 on my own. How do I scale and become a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar company? It's got to go through the partnerships. Yeah. And so I'll paint a picture for you that's interesting and why this demand's really hot. So let's say you're one of the technology resellers and you're really good at selling servers, right? Let's just call it an IBM server. You're focused on that. Your customer's buying that from you for the last two decades. And all of a sudden one day he says, hey, I'm sorry, I love you, but 
I, I'm in the cloud and somebody else knocked on my door and taught me all about it. So yeah. these guys are now freaking out to say, I've been with this client forever, but I don't understand what the next five to 10 years look like. And there's so many new names. Now, Google's a big one, but if you look at the rest of the space, like in the telephony space, Ring Central 8x8, whatever, they're not household names yet. They are becoming. Mm-hmm. So these, these, this channel community wants to know what these guys do and what they're all about. And they can't move fast enough either. So that's where we come in and say, listen, we've done the vetting. We know the technology. We've done the research. We see in the future. You've got to start learning about Google Cloud because they're going to be a dominant player. So we yeah. educate the masses quickly so you don't have to. So when we talk about scale, you know, we have, we have tons of partners underneath us. But if you look at actual sales reps, it's like five, ten, five to 10,000 sales reps talking to people. I yeah. would guess we're close to two to 300,000 and customers beneath us in some form or fashion that we have access to. So how do we get what you're doing in front of them? And that's, that's our art, right? That's what we're paid to do because you only have so many cycles. But for a living, we show up and say, we found something amazing inside on Google. How do we get them down to the end customer through which channels, which avenue? How do we educate so that you're getting great deals to bid on, right? To, by the way, who are already selling other things to about 300,000 customers. That is crazy, crazy leverage. And it's one of those high value relative to effort kind of things that I just love doing that I think makes SADA quite unique. Uh, and it's sort of uncovering these, these, these sort of scale plays in the ecosystem and doing things that really nobody else is doing. So this is just, again, it's, it's unbelievable. And I love that we're doing this because a lot of people, even though we've told them five or six different times, still don't quite understand how it works and the yeah. potential of the impact. Um, and we have uh, some great you know, strides already. But I think if, if we look back three years um, from now, I anticipate a huge proportion of our pipeline, closed revenue, um, recurring revenue to, to be derived from from what you guys are doing yeah i mean i agree and and tony what you may not even realize is you're not only providing value around the google services themselves meaning you're helping customers consume them and use them you're you're unlocking this this scale potential for google like you're bringing to them this channel which they can't it's hard to manage on their own right they're a big beast doing lots of different things so you're providing supply side value and demand side value, which is in, you're in a unique position. We do a little the same. That's why I think this relationship's great. Uh, you, you can spend every day figuring out how to make Google better, and I'm going to spend every day trying to take you and Google to market, um, which, you know, one plus one equals 10. So I really like the channel and the scale you can get out of it. So these customers, by the way, and we've done channel-like work before, never exclusively with Google and never with Avant up until this year. And what we anticipate as we did this in the past, by the way, is that generally the end customers would be like small, mid-market, you know, there's certainly some of those, but Ian, what blows my mind is already the types of logos I see coming over. Like your your capabilities and skill set and, and your um, this organism you've built is moving up market very quickly. Yeah, I'll draw a good analogy for you. Um, the the hosted VoIP space, right? So take the phone system. You no longer buy a premise-based 
you know, via phone system, you're buying a hosted UCAS seat. And yeah. so when that came out to market, let's say five, six years ago, they experienced lots of small business uptake, right? And then all of a sudden, the enterprise said, wow, there's value into shifting to this model as well, but I don't know how to do it. And like companies like RingCentral and 8x8 didn't know how to get to those customers. Because yeah. you know what? The customers goes, I don't know you, so I don't trust you. But yeah. through a trusted advisor backed by our support in the Avant platform, all of a sudden, those clients are saying, you know what? I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to let you in the door. And once they're in the door, they knew how to demonstrate the technology. And so I'll give you another story. We have a 12-person shop, their trusted advisor, and um, they use our platform and our tools. And they got in front of a Fortune 300 customer that they've been selling to for a while and pitched hosted VoIP. And this is a very savvy client. And over like a six-month process, we convinced this eight-person firm convinced a, I think it's a 40,000-employee company to switch. So they didn't buy it direct from the manufacturer. They didn't buy it from a big brand reseller. They bought it from an eight-person company powered by our platform. And that thing's going to build like 400000 a month. It'll be one of the bigger deals this year that we'll see. But it's shocking to see how a small Navy SEAL-like team armed with the right information is selling up market. And those are the guys you want, right? Yeah. You want to get in front of those guys. And we're going to help you do that. We're going to help Google do that so that they're getting you know, efficiency through their sales process. I think what's magical about cloud and SaaS and platform as a service and consumption-based products is that, A, they democratize access like to this technology. Like, yeah, anybody can buy them. The SMBs can have the, the best enterprise uh, tools and solutions for their, to run their own businesses, but they scale up to the enterprise in a way that the enterprise is starting to realize that unless they adopt those same technologies, like the technical debt and the speed and the sort of um, uh, the, the, the ancient infrastructure that's preventing them from moving fast, like they're going to be victimized by that. But also, I've never seen a bigger appetite from the Fortune 200 to buy from smaller entities. They don't want to necessarily contract with the GSIs and the big outsourcers for every technology solution that they need. I feel like the, the appetite is completely changed now because of cloud. Yeah, you're right. And they don't, the thing is they don't need to anymore. And the value those guys brought in the past needs to be upgraded. So the future is all about the information, right? So who can get the right information to the client at the right pace at the right time? And then that's where you're a hero. So it's less about, like we said, logistics and financing is what we talked about prior to this. It's about the analytics and data. So we're taking a stance on that, which is kind of interesting to talk about, is we launched an analytics division. So we hired a guy from IDC and a data scientist to start looking ahead and mining the industry data so we can arm our trusted advisors with stuff their clients can't find on Google <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. itself. You can't just Google it and say, hey, compare these two things. Right. We're going to say we have intellectual property that says this is where the trend is for the next three years based by case studies, backed by case studies and examples to help a CIO make that decision. And you don't need to be a billion-dollar firm to do that. You can be an wow. eight-person shop. And wow. you, put, you back that by our Pathfinder technology platform, we're seeing these guys do massive deals. It's so exciting. That's one of the most innovative things I've heard anyone in your position say. And by the way, you, you are in a unique position because the, the revenue going through the Avant platform 
and the depth and breadth of customers across all these hundreds of SKUs that end up in the bag of your uh, of your partners in the field, you guys have the intelligence. Like you have the data to be able to um, do quite a bit of predictive analytics in a very unique lens. And you don't have to just depend again on the on the on the trade magazines and the and the big sort of uh, the Gartners of the world. I mean, they have a place and they do some great research, but you can build your own and come to your own conclusions in a completely independent fashion. I think that's super powerful. Yeah, and think about the buyer of the future. Think about the millennial, right? They're going to be really comfortable going online and click to buy. But you know, at the end of the day, they're going to need to make sure they're making the right decision. So mm-hmm. who can give them the confidence where they tell the board, I, I made a choice to go to Google, and here's the ROI or TCO, and here's what my peers are doing, and here's where the industry's going to kind of cover their decision, right? So again, it's less about like, hey, you can buy Google, it's in my portfolio. It's more about trying to set that vision for that buyer, especially the millennial who's not going to want to go to that steak dinner anymore. He's going to want to yeah. you know, read it. He, wanna, he wants to see it. And you want to control how he gets that information. We call it center leveraged. So we're going to be center leveraged between the supplier, the buyer, the, ch- the trusted advisor, and so we can provide insights. So that's kind of where we're shifting because that that modern day distribution model that we started with, that's that's in the past. It's now different. It's sales enablement and data analytics. And that's how I take you guys to market even faster if we do it right. And you guys think the same way, which I think there's great synergies there. Now I get why you guys just have this tremendous reputation of being like the most progressive channel organization on the planet. It's um, very impressive. I, I totally get, I didn't even know you were doing this. But now it all makes sense. It all kind of fits. So can you tell me a little more about why you guys were keen on adding Google to the portfolio to begin with? Yeah, you know, there's in this channel community, there's been a challenge to answer the call for public cloud, right? There's lots of private cloud providers who have great programs that we participate in. There's co-location companies that we take to market. But this public cloud conversation kept popping up. And what was happening is our partners and ourselves were having these conversations that weren't leading to transactions. We were just saying, well, here's what's going on in this space. And they're like, great, but but no one was making the move. They either didn't have the in-house team to make the move, right, the resources, because no one wants to be their own system integrator anymore, right? That's kind of what you guys do. and, and, and there were no providers that were really rallying behind the channel partner program. If you look at the other public cloud providers, one of them is very cumbersome and have all types of frameworks you got to work with in, and they have a 50-year history of like Microsoft trying to deal with it. The other one thinks they're so great that they're, they are great, but they're nearly not like embracing the channel. And yeah. Google is one of the first to say, I think I get it. You know, you guys are helping them get it. And they're yeah. backing it, and they're making the, the economics work for everybody to get involved. And I think it's a small price they'll end up paying for a huge return. Because as you've told me, and your data shows, once you get in and do it right, it just continues to grow. Yeah. Um, and you guys eat, you know, continue to add value along the life cycle of that customer. And I believe the, the more you train myself and, and my team and my trusted advisors, the more they can continue to grow that you know, yeah. continue to drive more applications to it. You know, you help us teach the trusted advisors how to have an application conversation versus a bits and bytes conversation. And so it's, I always see like more growth in this space, um, tying it all together. It's pretty exciting. 
Yeah, no, I, I think uh, if you were to kind of anchor on, like some of this is just a matter of time, like time for us to be in market long enough with enough of your partners in the field to gain the credibility because we have to gain it, you know, all the time, right? Nothing's, nothing's for granted. To gain that credibility, get some wins, especially with your sort of the top 20% of your sellers, right? Because I think everybody kind of follows what they do and, and, and a win from them goes a long way with regards to a win wire. Some of it will take time, but do you think like the, the only way to kind of shorten um, uh, that acceleration uh, timeframe is just more education? Because that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a top entering the channels like a chicken before the egg scenario. You want to have a bunch of wins and things the rest of your loyals on, but you don't have any yet. You have to prove yourself first. You got to pay up, but you also want to prove yourself first to go get more margin, right? It can be a challenge. And it's typically, like I've seen this happen most of my career, it's, it takes a little bit of effort and a grind for a while before it clicks. Yes. And there's ways to make it click faster, right? You can throw more money at it to get attention, but that's short-lived at times, right? But ultimately, the training and education of how to position this the right way, um, and people are thirsty to know. They want to be smarter people, right? That's a general thing, at least people in our space. Right. And so the more you can educate them on how to position it, what the value add is, how they can monetize things around it, like cross-sell, upsell, leading with your conversation – those are the things we need to do. How do you scale that? Sometimes it's hard to scale that. Sometimes you just got to like, you know, grind it out for a while until we get that snowball effect. But ultimately, if, if the value of the, the supplier itself is good, it's like you said, a matter of time. You know, sometimes it's a sh real short time frame. Sometimes it's a long time frame. But ultimately, you get there. And I know you guys will get there, especially with Google. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it works. It's It's a just a practice we see every single month when there's a new supplier available and we got to pick carefully too, right? We got to pick the guys that we think are going to win five years out, not just, not just five months out. No, that's right. And we're all, we're all in the long game. I think Google just announced, you know, they're at an $8 billion run right now, which is double what it was last year. And I think they'll continue to double year over year. That's how we track our business where you guys are growing tremendously fast as well. Like this is the growth engine. Google's doing the kind of things that someone who is a completely dedicated to winning and b not currently in the lead does, which is a massive investment, a lot of creativity, the field coverage and the hiring. I think the uh, the enterprise wins, which give the whole ecosystem credibility. They're doing a lot of tremendous um, like TK and Rob Ensler. They are not messing around, and I think the timing for us has worked really well from that standpoint. Um, the one thing that I, I don't know if I told you this story as we were in our, early in our discussions, but one of the reasons we're so bullish on this with you guys is, you know, we've done channel work before. At the time, it was sort of exclusive to our Microsoft business before we sold it. And uh, we started that several years ago. But the, 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 the close of 2018, as we ended the year of 2018 and we measured where all of our sales came from, not uh, pipeline, not how much pipeline we generated, but how much business we closed. Back then, in end of 2018, 30% of our closed business came from channel for the Microsoft business unit, 30%. That was up from like maybe 5 or 6% the year prior. So right. I anticipate in a couple of years, the sort of market share of the not only the pipeline coming from above, but the closed business as part of our overall sales number 
man, it's going to be super exciting to see that level of impact with Avant, with Google and Sada and Market together. Um, this is very, very early days. Yeah, I mean, if, if what you have is so great, and I believe it, it is, it's proven, and you do the channel right, that should be 70% within 24 months, right? I think you could get there maybe three years. I think there's, you know, you're going, you're going so big, it's a big number to chase, but I just think you have, there's so many clients you need access to and just crafting that message and incentivizing them the right way will get you a seat at the table. And what's really unique versus Microsoft is you're kind of the guy right now when it comes to Google sure. and Google doesn't have a crowded channel play existing today. Where Microsoft true. had a, like, 100,000 partners doing yeah. all kinds of things. It's very confusing and crowded. So you had you had channel uh, internal competition that you were dealing with you probably didn't even know about. Uh, where Google is fresh and clean, you can be the tip of the spear. I would like to be that with you. That's the plan to take these guys to market and go get a billion bucks on their books because yeah. it's possible. It's, and especially if you think globally, right? We're talking U.S. numbers right now, but if you think of the rest of the world, there's so much scale there. Uh, it's limitless opportunity if done right. Yeah, and I think what's great about uh, the SADA relationship with regards to how we're bringing Google to market with Avant is that what we bring to all of your partners in the field is access and engineering, past performance, credibility, um, not just in GCP, which has a you know several you know new GCP partners that have joined the Google program because now they feel like the addressable market's really big and it's exciting. They're all coming from the Amazon, Microsoft, you know, ecosystems. Also picking up Google as a third thing that they're doing, generally speaking. But we have GCP in market with you guys, but we have G Suite, like enterprise grade G Suite. There's very few partners who are good at that. There is Maps, which is a very big business for us. Um, you know, these are all eight figure businesses for us now. Right. And then Chrome and cloud search, it's really the full Google cloud stack. And the other thing that's unique about us in the channel, and this is part of how we've evolved. It was almost not deliberate, but, uh, sometimes it's good to be both lucky and good, but we, we allow your, um, your customers to help, um, uh, to not only buy and procure a like, transact the licensing piece, the consumption piece, but also have professional services, engineering, architecture, managed services, change management, adoption. It's really, you know, comprehensive. And I think the other ecosystems aren't, um, aren't like that or, or, or partners like SADA don't really, aren't allowed to exist in those other ecosystems because of their size and complexity. And I like the purity of that in the Google Play as well. Yeah, you know, uh, that there's, you know, you can always win when you specialize, right? Yes. And you guys have the specialization in a specific space backed by the engineering. And many of my trusted advisors, they can't go that deep. There's not enough time in the day to even get near what you guys can do, but they can go deep enough to find great opportunities and manage those amazing relationships, like you said. So we augment that with our engineering team. And then we expect you guys and our suppliers to come over the top and be the ultimate like ninjas in what they do. And because of that, uh, the trusted advisor is going to build, you're going to build trust with them. And then they're going to release that relationship, you know, more and more each day over to you to help augment what they do. That eight person shop probably doesn't have aspirations to be a hundred people, right? They probably love what they're doing. They like being boutique and focused, but they want to outsource, if you will, some of the areas that they can't get that deep in. 
And knowing that you got their back is key. We found that too. Like we, they just bring in our engineering team to help with those conversations and we help scope stuff to bring to you and then you take it and run with it. So that, that whole support model works really good. I mean, I have trust advisors who have thousands of employees and they still can't go hire specialization. And this space is really hard, right? I mean, the average cloud engineer or pre-sales engineer or even developer is hard to find and very expensive. Um, so you guys have a huge advantage there. Yeah. And, and again, the framework allows them just to know enough. They can go deeper if they want, certainly, but they just to know enough to recognize an opportunity and open the door. And I think um, that's not too much to ask. I think if they're very broad in their portfolio, they can learn the sort of differences and everything they carry with regards to what's a door opener here versus there. Um, and, and I think that it's a numbers game. And you guys have proven that. Like it is about coverage and scale. When you put this much firepower into the marketplace with that many people touching that many customers, driving tens of millions of dollars of pipeline and closed business all of a sudden doesn't seem like a daunting task. Right. Yeah, I agree. I would agree. Lots of scale opportunity. Well, so good to chat with you. We're going to do a lot more together. We're doing all sorts of events. I think um, the market and the ecosystem will soon start to see a lot of the fruits of our labor. But I wanted to do this with you to just put another piece, another thought piece uh, out into the, to the, to the ether to kind of allow people to get a good sense of what we're doing. I wanted all of our people, our customers, prospects, et cetera, to get to know Avant and our relationship. And certainly it's something that uh, Google loves uh, the, the benefits of. And we have tons of support from them. And um, I'm super excited about what the future holds. Yeah, me too. Thanks for having me on today. You're one of the most unique uh, partnerships we've struck in a long time. So excited to see what we can do together. I know that the funnel's building, but it's just going to get bigger and continue to flush uh, at new levels next year. Awesome. Thank you for listening to Cloud and Clear. Check the show notes for links to this week's topics. And don't forget to connect with us on Twitter at Cloud and Clear and our website, zada.com. Be sure to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app. 